and welcome to another Meta Media production of JW on Purpose with your host, JW Nigerian, as he interviews and discusses business, finance, self development, and lifestyle. Hello, everybody. This is JW Nigerian, and today we have with us Barbara Wilder. How are you doing, Barbara? Oh, I'm great. Good to be here with you, JW. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Barbara is the author of the book, Embracing... Uh, go ahead and tell me. Embracing it? Your Power Woman, 11 Steps to Coming of Age in Midlife. I only said that four times just before we came. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, then I, uh, my brain went uh, numb as soon as I had to say it. That's typical. Anyway, um, a lot of you don't know, or you may know, I'm a big uh, proponent of mindset. And we're going to be talking today about mindset and some other things. Um, and we're going to be talking about money, mindset around money. Uh, one of the pro- biggest problems I think people have with money and, and success is that they have a mindset that is not, in, not congruent with um, what it takes to be successful. And that is to have good thoughts about money and abundance and the things that it takes to be successful. Um, you know, we have, uh, what is it, programming in our life, our early life, we have programming that leads to our thoughts, that lead to our feelings, uh, our feel, or actually lead to our, our programming leads to our feelings, which leads to our thoughts, which leads to our fears, and our fears define our actions. And if we think about money being something that is bad, that only uh, greedy people have money and uh, money is the root of all evil, it's very hard for us to get our minds around success and making money when these are the implants that are in our head. So, Barbara, you wrote a book about these kind of things. This is something you're very passionate about. Is that correct? I am very passionate about it, yes. <laughs> yes, my book is called, and which has always been, you know, um, opposite to all those things you've just said about all the things we've uh, we've thought about money from from childhood. My book is called Money is Love, mm-hmm. reconnecting to the sacred origins of money. So it, um, I'm a very much think that we are ready in in our society finally to shift our thinking around money and how it's the root of all evil and uh, and that only some people can have it and other people can't and it's it's about power over others and and let us move into we're I think we're really getting ready to move into opening our hearts and healing those wounds around money and not having enough and not feeling like we are enough um, and and allow money to kind of shift into what it was originally for, which is for everyone on the planet to just share and thrive and live on the planet with all of its wonderful abundance. So, right. Yeah, and you and I were in, in a group called Humanity Unites Brilliance together where we, where we advocated this all the time, that, that I don't have to get sick to make you better and I don't have to get poor to make you abundant, that we can all be abundant together. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, it, and, and yeah, 
Humanity Unites Brilliance was was based on that idea and being and I I think we weren't we we weren't quite ready for it yet but uh, but now I think we're getting more ready for that and for people to open um, up their hearts to to feel that to not I think that's what you just said is the most important thing is that we always think that if we get something somebody else is not is going to lose or if we lose something somebody else is going to get. And yeah, and if you listen, if you know the law of reciprocity, it's exactly the opposite. Both people get something. Exactly, exactly. That's that's the basic truth. There's a wonderful quote from um, that uh, uh, a rabbi, Rabbi Milton Bonder. Um, he's a Brazilian rabbi. He wrote a he wrote a book called The Kabbalah of Money, mm-hmm. um, and in it he. He states a, a quote from the Talmud which says that true wealth is abundance that does not create scarcity. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. So let's start. I, I don't want to go into this too quickly because this is such a great this is the whole subject is such a great subject and to not to give humanity unites brilliance a bad time because I don't want to at all. I think that we were ready. I think we made some mistakes. You know, so mm, okay. we made some mistakes, uh, and uh, but you know, and I think we all learned from those too. But what we did, one of the things we did find out that um, that giving and philanthropic giving can become can be sustainable. We just have to find out how that that is. Mohammed Yunus, as you know, found out how to do it with the Grameen Bank, and I think we were fairly successful with Humanity Unites Brilliance. We just made a couple, you know, um, first-time business mistakes. And, and so I, I think with the membership that we garnered, though, that the world really is ready to step into that or it's getting better at it. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I, th- I think um, it was – and, of course, you know, the Eunice's work has just proved it so much, and the, which is, of course, for anybody that's not aware, is, is all the, the, the idea of the um, – microfinance loans which have shifted huge numbers of people all over the world out of out of poverty into abundance in with loans as low as twenty dollars <laughs> you know it's, yeah it's, we're, we're not we're talking to, to some significant numbers last number i heard from holly Mosher, who wrote who wrote the uh, who did the movie documentary on mohammed called bonsai mm-hmm. i think she stated over nine million women now isn't that just remarkable? Brought out of poverty. Beautiful. So it's such a. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it hasn't, hasn't harmed anyone. It's only been brought goodness to everyone. Villages. These women, they get these little these little loans, and they and they they, they transform their whole villages. All of a sudden, there's a school, and I mean, they buy two goats. And they start selling the goat's milk, and and they and then they sit together and they start bringing you know this unity into their communities, and suddenly suddenly they have a school, and suddenly they have abundance, and it's just the way it's meant to be. Oh, absolutely. Let's let's talk about something you talk about that is different. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> okay. I'm going to say it's different. I don't know. It's different. It's different to me. Uh-huh. And to, to be honest with you, I don't know if I'm totally on board, but but the idea is intriguing to me. So I want that's one of the reasons we're talking today because a lot okay. of people know about money mindset. Mm-hmm. But um, first of all, 
you you know it so well that we could talk about it all day long, which is great. But there's something else that you get into, and that's the energy of money. Can you explain that? Yes. Money, you know, money has been many things. We have to start at the beginning because money has been many things. I mean, originally it was simply barter. We just, you know, you had, I had some berries I collected and you had a, the, 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 you know, a, a side of woolly mammoth meat and we traded. Um, and, and what we did when we traded that was because so early on in, Early in our history, everything we did, we did with ceremony to the Divine Mother, the Divine Spirit of the Earth, because we were very close to the Earth. And so when we would, when we would hunt, we would do ceremony before killing the animal with the animal spirit. Um, when we sh- and when we shared by bartering and gifting, we did ceremony with the spirit of the, of the Mother Earth. And what that did was that brought into this, into this exchange, the, the, the energy of the Earth, the spirit of the Earth. And that exchange expanded us. Each one of us had more when we left the exchange. And as we, as we moved through history, we continued to, to be connected that way for many thousands of years. And when we finally got to the place where we had discovered gold and silver, the, we had moved into a time when we were, we had We've become more sophisticated, more sophisticated in our understandings of our spiritual life. So we didn't just have the Mother Earth being the only holy being. Now we had gods and goddesses, and we had the sun was the go- a god, and the moon was a goddess. And so when we discovered gold, we, because we were still very literal in our thinking. We hadn't moved into abstract thought yet. We saw the gold as the sun, a piece of the sun, and so holding a piece of the sun in our hands when we held the gold. And so we were like holding God in our hands. And the piece of silver was holding the goddess in our hands. And this, and there was this incredible connection to this, to spirit. To the spirit and, and that's what, that is what created our belief that, that gold and silver are, have all this worth. And so, but in the beginning we didn't trade it yet. What we did with it originally was we gave it to, we put it on altars to, to God, to the gods and we put it, dropped it into, to, to, um, to beautiful wells and, and streams to give it back to the mother. Um, and that's where wishing wells come from, actually. And so there was all this, we were always connected with this beauty and with the gods and with ourselves and, and the earth. And it was all just this one thing. And then when we began to trade in a bigger way, where we needed to, when we couldn't just trade a whole, you know, herd of cattle and then take them far away, we said, oh, look at this gold, this amazing thing called gold and silver that is connected to God is, we're going to make that be 
like worth a, a hundred head of cattle. We're going to have this one piece of gold be worth a hundred head of cattle. And, and we continue, and, and that's how money actually became money. Is that, is that because uh, the people started trading with uh, bands outside themselves? That's right. Well, they were always trading with bands outside themselves. Actually, this this actually occurred once, and this is the big shift, the big shift in, in history. This occurred when we actually started to march with armies and go and, and, and fight each other. Because by this, <laughs> and you couldn't pay a soldier with a, with a, with, with a, with, with, you know, a head of cattle. Kind of hard to carry with them. <laughs> so anyway, you're saying that um, uh, it started when uh, when we started going to wars. That's right. So, which was which was an interesting thing because when we started going to war, it was when we started stepping up and out of of a communal kind of lifestyle where every everything was shared, and we and and eld, the elders were the you know was a sort of the governing body, and we moved into the chief and the king and the power over others. And then people, and then people wanted to have somebody else's stuff, and they wanted to get more power. And this is a big shift in, in, in human consciousness that happened around 5,000 years ago. And this is when, but even during, even at, even then, money remained sacred. And like, and it was a connecting. It was like the, like the connecting bridge between the the sacred and and the profane world. And, they, and every coin in all in all all over the world in all cultures, there was a they would put a, the picture, you know, of the of a chief or a king on one side of the coin, and on the other side of the coin would be. A symbol or a picture of God, mm-hmm. which we still see on our dollar bills. If you take the dollar bill and fold it, in, the back half and fold it in half, and you, it'll, you'll see that we have the, the the seal of the United States, and then we have the the picture of the um, right. uh, the, the, the pyramid and the all-seeing eye of God. So, when, when did, when did uh, greed come into this whole pattern? When did greed come? Are you getting up to that? Well, greed came in when we start when we moved into the idea that if when we moved into having the ch- one chief or one king and and g- leading everybody else, and then he and at that point. We had moved into abstract thought and beginning to see, people began to see that one person could be better than another. And at that point, we began to say that the, 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 the chief and the people that fought to be chief because that person seemed to get more stuff started to take other people's stuff and that's when we started to have wars. Is when we started to take other people's stuff and march on their town and, and well, take that's them. That's really interesting because um, two things I can think about. First of all, uh, the Green Mean Bank, which we were talking about, and, mm-hmm. and the whole idea, um, I told you about Holly Moser's uh, documentary on Muhammad Yunus. They call mm-hmm. it bonsai because um, do you know about the uh, about his bon- Muhammad Yunus's bonsai theory? No. What that is is that if you took a beggar on the street of Bangladesh 
and you cleaned them up and you took them to uh, the United States and you put them through the educational a good educational system. You gave them the opportunity that everybody else did, you know, to go to go to college and all that. That they would do very well mm-hmm. for themselves. And this is proven out, you know, all the time. So it's like sure. a bonsai tree. The bonsai is, the tree is put in a little small pot, given the nutrients in the small, small right. pot, and it never gets bigger than the bonsai tree. Right. You move it right. to a big pot or the ground, and it becomes a regular tree. And the, right. other, the other thing, and, you know, so you're talking about people uh, looking at Pete down on people as different or lesser. And mm-hmm. the whole idea of, of Grameen Bank was that nobody's lesser. Yes. Bonsai theory. Yes, and that's and, the and other that's thing what is religion itself, where uh, religions are about us and them. We're right, they're wrong, thus. Right. That's right. right. That, but you're absolutely right, and and that's what we've been doing for the past five thousand years. Mm-hmm. Is is and 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 we have been the human. Consciousness has expanded during that time too. We have learned an, in, an incredible amounts. We have, you know, we have created amazing things, um, and it was based on this kind of competition to to, get, to to do better and better and better than the other guy. But it's gotten, but it got out of balance, and it got, and and as you said, as greed came in, it became, it has, it has, it has served us up to this point, but it is no longer serving us. Yeah. It has gone way over the top, <laughs> and and now we're ready. We're ready to move into what Rianne Eisler calls a partnership society. Rianne Eisler. Yeah, I would, uh, there's uh, some great people out there that teach. Joint venture, affiliate, mm-hmm. alliance business that is non-adversarial, and, and it really does come down to the fact that we don't have to compete against the world. And actually, that's very hard to do when you think about all the things that you're not good at. Uh, holding yourself up to the world is kind of a rough—it's <laughs> a you know rough measure. On the other hand, if you're just competing against yourself and trying to do better day to day, big difference. Big difference. And that's where the, the, a new, this new form of leadership that I talk about in my other book, um, um, which, I'm, which I call The Power of Authentic Leadership, is when we all are working, when we, come to the, we can come to the place where we're all working to be better and better mm-hmm. for ourselves at what we're really good at, and then right. we step into our society, a society where everyone feels good about what they're good at, Oh, and that. then we can. Sh- I can be the leader right now because I'm because I'm the one that t- knows about money is love. But as we need someone who knows how to market this, that person steps up, and I step back and I follow. And then and then we all give and take and use and and be use each other's um, knowledge to create for the for the whole. So that we create right. anything. We can create I, I anything. Love that. I love this because I believe that um, one of the things I believe is that the, finding your passion is kind of the is a kind of a big lie. Um, I like to think about your calling above your passion. And, and, and the reason I say that is because most people's passion, if they were just left to their druthers, would be to hang out on a beach and suck down pina coladas. And I don't <laughs> anybody any. Nobody's going to pay you to do that. 
Right. But, I, but I don't take away from the fact that if you're passionate about what you do, that it's easier to do, and you and, and you should strive to obviously passion be passionate about what you do. Yes. I'm just saying that that whole thing about you got to find your passion in order to fulfill your life. I think that's really tough for some people. On the other hand, what you talked about, which is your calling, yeah. what you're good at. Yeah. Find out what you're really good at, and be the find that brilliance in you, and and find the brilliance in others, and use the you know use the brilliance of others, and use your brilliance to to you know change the world. It's, it's a whole different deal. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I think we just gotten you know the, that Joseph Campbell sort of started this, which was you know follow your bliss, and everybody everybody just thought bliss meant what you were saying. You know, it's, <laughs> that's my bliss to go lay on the beach and drink pina coladas. <laughs> Uh-huh. But bliss really, it, uh, I, and I think that's where you know there was a you know we kind of got confused on that, and that, then that became passion. Bliss became passion, but no, it's truly about our calling. I mean, the word purpose com- is, is used a lot nowadays um, because, but but we have more than one purpose, and we have more than one calling. But more than one, more than one passion. Makes yeah, it complicated. yeah, but you know, if you, if if it's about coming into alignment with yourself. Coming into like feeling at peace with yourself and being able to sit with yourself and be able to say, Oh, who am I? Who, what am I? What am I here for? What, what, what do I do that when I do it, other people feel good and I feel good too? There you go. And we feel good together. You know? I think there's something, um, and, and I don't want to get too much into it because uh, uh, because it can, can be adversarial. But I think my I have this sense of what's going on with the Occupy Wall Street movement is really a, a, it's a big shift. It's a big shift into. I mean, there's a lot of people there's, that are, there's anger, but there's a lot less anger and a lot more people opening their hearts to how do we do this? How do we shift this? How do we, can we sit here until we can shift it together? Can we figure it out? <laughs> that was the way that we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore, but we're not exactly sure we're mad at or what to do about it. Right, but we, we're going to put the cart before the horse and figure it out as we go. And, and you know, and, and see, that, that's much more of a feminine way to work, actually. Yeah. And, right. and we are coming into this. I know, what I, into I know this. what I don't like. I'm not sure what I like. Right. What I don't like for sure. Right. And, and so I'm going to just be, I'm going to sit, so let's just sit with it, you know, and, and, and we know, you know, we've, we've learned, um, there's been all kinds of studies that when, when people meditate and just sit and, and meditate every day, they have less stress. And when people meditate every day, there's more peace in the community. When, when everyone meditates, there's more peace in the community. And, my, and that's why I wish I, I, was, I, I like the idea of them just sitting there and sleeping in the tents uh-huh. as opposed to marching. As the, now everybody, you know, let's go, you know, instead of marching, it was about sitting and holding the space, holding the space for something to change. Yeah, and, you know, I'm very, whether it be the Tea Party or the um, Occupy Wall Street, I'm, I'm very respectable, I'm respective of their decision to do what they're doing, and, and I'm actually glad that there's that the faction to do that. I may not agree all the time with everything that they propose, but um, that's exactly what we need to we need to get up and protest and <laughs> and do all those kind of things. I'm going to drag you back, though. 
Okay. Because we started talking about the energy of money, and I probably took you on. Oh, and, and I got all because because I have to get to the, to the history of money before I can get to the energy of money. So so right. so 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 we have all this this connection of money. Um, that's connected this bridge between the the sacred and the profane world now on these coins that we start sharing that we start that we start spending and and, and giving back and forth and and there's and and there's there's something about it there's something that there's at that energy around it. I, I think if one of the things I, I do in my classes is have I, I take out a hundred dollar bill and I pass it around the room because and so people can just hold it in your hand and then hold just a piece of paper in your other hand and feel you can literally feel the difference. A piece of paper is just a piece of paper. A hundred dollar bill is infused with all this energy that we have given it because it is because it does something. A hundred dollar bill just doesn't lie there. It right. it, it, it brings it, it buys stuff. It creates stuff. It's 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 an it's an energy in itself. And when we connect it back then to the sacred, when we re- reconnect it, when, and when, when I'm talking about sacred, I'm talking about the sacredness of the earth. You know how we're, the, the, the environmental movement is connecting us back with with the beauty and the sacredness of the earth, as opposed to being separated from it. Mm-hmm. And so, so money as money has this energy, this energy. Um, when uh, and another thing I do in, in my in my groups is we everybody takes out just a dollar bill and we hold the dollar bill and we feel the energy in it and then we start to, to but then we start to think about what kind of because our energy kind of goes into the dollar bill or the hundred dollar bill or the fifty you know or the euro or whatever what what happens is that the energy that the dollar bill picks up our energy. And now there's a, there can be an excitement about, oh, I have a dollar and I'm going to spend it, or I have a hundred dollars and I'm going to spend it. But there's also the other thing that's going on in our consciousness, which you started the whole, our whole talk today with, is all the wounds we have around money. Right. So that when, so that when we actually hold this money in our hand, we're also having it's it's the the energy of it is being infected with our energy. You know how you can be in a room and you can just feel somebody across the rooms if they're really like if they're really down and really angry, you can kind of feel their energy. I or you can feel negative. Yeah, I think you right. can feel negative energy in any room. I don't know right. if it's a perception or the energy itself, but I definitely right. know that uh, you can do that. Right, and then you can also feel the energy coming from somebody who's just full of love and joy or just happiness. Right? right. You can. You can. You. You get. You, we have that ability to sense energy. Right. So if this energy, and if money itself has this energy, then it is affected. Or infected with everybody's energy that touches it. Mm-hmm. So, so 
if, if the person, the last person that just touched this dollar bill that I have, or all the hundreds of people that have touched it, have had negative feelings like, oh, my God, if I, if I spend this dollar, I won't have another one. You know, or if you know, um, you know, a, you know, any, any uh, a person, you know, it, it could also have been in a drug deal and have that energy on it, and it could have, you know, it could have been the rolled up and, and people, person snorted cocaine through it, have all kinds of this energy on it, and then we're going to pass it around. So we begin to pass around this energy on this money that doesn't just have all that good energy about, ooh, look at what this, what money can do. It has the negative energy on it. And so it, 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 it doesn't flow. It doesn't flow as it should because, and that's where we get, now we'll talk about greed. Because when we're, when we're afraid, when we're afraid there's not going to be any more money, which all of us all of us have this fear. Doesn't matter actually how much yeah, money. Yeah, we, we all come from lack and fear. Yes, everything we can't get rid of. It's something you have to deal with. Yes, well, I, yeah, and I think that, that that's my hope is that we can shift that so we can drop that because that lack and fear is what causes greed. Mm-hmm. Because it's like if I don't have I, I, anything, I get I gotta clutch in my tight little fist and hold on to and get more and more and more to try to assuage this feeling of fear and lack. That's right. the only thing greed is about. It, it, until it, it has magnified itself and grown to be the, the, the biggest thing in the world right now. I mean, it, it, actually, it's, it's, it's actually kind of no, runs, in the process of dying. The whole nations <laughs> and, and, the, and the world economy. Yes. Yes, it's all it's, it's the, the greed is, is and it's and it's it's destroyed the world economy. It's destroyed everything by 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 this this the insane level that greed has reached. Right, so then it has to go away. It has to drop away, and the only way to do that, from my perspective, is to shift the way we feel about money. Right. And we, and, that, and we have to shift that within ourselves, each one of us, little by little. And, and what, I, what I propose and, um, and have been proposing for the past 15 years um, is that every time we bring money, in, we have money come into, into our lives, into our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, and, I, and, I, and I like to talk about actual cash because it's something we can touch. Right. And, and then, ex, you know, and feel and, and, and spend and receive. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach people how to just do a little bit of a, a little prayer or a meditation to, to, to kind of just transform the energy, all that yucky, greedy energy that's on the money and the fear energy and the lack energy into love energy. Okay. So I, I was actually seen on your site where you do that. Uh-huh. A crowd of people too when you're speaking in a room, and it's um, you know I think I think you know there, that's one of the reasons I have you on because uh, you know I whether I believe or don't believe in the energy whether energy transfers or not, mm-hmm. and to be honest I'm agnostic about the thing because I don't know one way or another, mm-hmm. but I do believe that people are so um, skewed in their heads about money that a lot of people can gain a lot of benefit from from pr- praying over their money or um, 
meditating over their money, about the positiveness that you bring. And so I was, that's when I watched your thing, I was at first I was like, oh, what the heck is that? And then I, I, I listened to the rest of it, and I said, you know, I think this could be really helpful for people. It, 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 thank you. I'm so glad to be sharing it with you um, because it's, it has helped so many people over the years. And not only that I've been teaching it, uh, I mean, I, I teach people to write money as love on their, on their checks and their credit card slips. And just because every time you spend money, every time you, st- like, you take the example of standing at, in the grocery store. And you're, you know, we used to we used to write checks, and now we slide our card through. But <laughs> there's a fear that, oh God, how much money do I have? Can I spend this? And should I have bought that? And there's all these little things running around, way below our. It's not like they're in our conscious mind so much. It's just underneath. It's just in our right. subconscious. It's just there, right? And so there's this fear that happens every time we're making a purchase, for instance, and. Uh, and that's why people go subconscious, you know, totally unconscious when they're when 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 they spend with their credit cards, and that's why we've had this whole people so so deep in debt because right. they're totally <laughs> repressing these, these fears, right? So my so I suggest that for that moment that you are signing the card, you know, signing the check or um, um, writing signing the the, the um, the credit card slip, that you write at the bottom of your check or your credit card slip, money is love. And for that takes a, just a few seconds. But for those few seconds, you slip out of the fear and into this sort of place of love. Mm-hmm. And, and then you go on with your day. Right. <laughs> and, and you have shifted in that moment in your life out of fear. And, yeah, and we do an that enough time. Technique, is it not? Pardon? It's kind of an, an, an NLP anchoring technique, is it not? She, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was, yeah. It's just like, and, and, and you're, you're, you're focused, you're there, and, and then you're sharing it with somebody else. You're giving love to somebody else. And I remember, this is um, <laughs> the story in the book because it happened when I was first teaching this years ago. And my husband was very embarrassed about the fact that I wrote Money is Love on my checks. And he was kind of, I, I, we were at a liquor store, <laughs> and I had written Money is Love on the check. And he was sort of standing back like he did. And um, he, and there was a young college student guy. Was, we lived in Boulder in the college town. And the, the clerk, and he was a young guy, and, and he went, Oh, money is love. He said, that's really cool. He said, then when your checks come back in your bank statement, with your bank statement, you'll get love back. And I said, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) And I said, and when I give it to you, you get love. He went, oh, that's really cool. There you go, instant karma. Yeah, exactly. And (laughs) my husband's going, oh, yeah, isn't she cool? But it, it's a and so this idea of, of 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 bringing just this sense of kind of joy and fun and 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 no fear and this sense of and when I talk about love I really have to say I'm talking about the great love 
You know, not, you know, love affairs. I'm talking about the great love, love that, that, that drives the universe. The energy of love is what drives the entire universe, is what creates the universe. So that's the love I'm talking about. Right. So that, so that I'm sharing, I'm, I'm, I'm opening a place from myself to yourself by saying I'm giving you this money as love. And then you open your heart and take it as love because it's like a smile. You know how pay it forward with a smile. You know, if you walk into a store and the clerk is really, they're really like in a bad mood and everybody's been yelling at them and all the people in front and you, and you walk up and you smile mm-hmm. and you say something nice, they smile and the next person that comes to, in line gets a happy clerk. <laughs> And then that, then that, that person is happy. Well, that's what I'm talking about with sh- shifting, how to shift, bringing a smile into our money, bringing a happiness, bringing a, a caring, bringing a sharing energy, feeling, expression into our spending and receiving money. That's, that's, it's as simple as that. Right. And once we can, once more, we can do that more and more. You see what happens, and what happens with all, with everybody that works with this this consciousness is that all of a sudden you have enough money. It's just always flowing through because money is not supposed to get hoarded. Right. Is money supposed to just flow like rivers through the world? Just. Just bringing all that is needed to ev- to everything, to everyone, and it's all. I mean, talk about. I mean, how, there is there is so much money. I mean, we, talk, we everybody's going. There's just not enough. Well, there's this strange belief system that we created way back when we started. When I talked about when we started this idea of I'm going to be the king and I'm going to get the most. We, we, we as a, as a human race agreed <laughs> to believe that there was all, there was only so much and that we all had to fight and die to get our piece of it. We made that sort of unconscious agreement and that's the agreement we've been living with for 5,000 years. And now I'll, we just have to you know, say, we'd like to change the agreement. We want to step it up. We want to say, we want to go, oh, my God, there is enough for everybody. There's more than enough. There is abundance. There's abundance for everybody. That's just the, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Look, well, all we have to do is, you know, say, oh, I'm going to buy into that truth. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my shares in the old truth and buy shares in this new truth. Right. That's all. You're not advocating here, but you're not advocating here for you know not being responsible, either. Oh no, no. This is, takes a great deal of responsibility to, to tr- transform your yeah. I just your with, um, I, I did an interview with Sharon Lecter, the co-author of uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, mm-hmm. and one of the since she's written 17 books on finance, one of the things I asked her was, so Sharon, tell me about the you know what do you think about the economy today and where is it going? And uh, her answer to me was. You know, J.W., I, don't, I can't answer that question the way you want me to. Um, but I will tell you this. Uh, I can't fix the European Union. I can't fix our nation. I can't fix my state. I can't fix my local government. I can't even fix my neighbor. 
but I can live within my means. Yes. And I just thought that was the greatest answer I'd ever heard <laughs> because it's, you know, it's, a, it's that one thing where I shift. I don't have to shift the world. I just need to shift me. That's right. That is exactly right. And then each one of us, and 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 then it goes back to as as you, as you're sh- as as I'm shifted and I express and live this way, mm-hmm. just like when I walk into into the store and smile and say hello, have a wonderful day. I sh- that exp- that that is shared. You see, it moves from me to others because I'm there, well, authentically there. Not just right, pretending to be there. You're leading by example. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so, one time back, uh, you know, I uh, many, many times, you know, I, I go now since I started teaching this this idea of writing it on your checks and credit card slips. Mm-hmm. I have go, I go into stores all over, literally in in. In, in in Europe and in 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 this country, and and people and I'll write money as love my check, and, and somebody will say, "Oh, somebody else just wrote that on their check. I saw that recently." <laughs> yeah, just one person at a time. So, so what do you do with credit cards? Um, because you know more and more people are not doing checks, and they're right. They're not, they're not, so, they're not doing. Dollars. So, what do we do? So, we, so what we do is we, um, we 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 just you know kind of I I I now so to sort of mumble it under my breath <laughs> as I as I as I as I as I swipe the card. I just go money is love, you know. And so I so I which is too bad because I don't get to have that wonderful conversation, you know. Um, sign your name, money is love. Nobody cares. Well, you know what I I I've started doing that. I started doing that because you know on the on the machines that you just sign on the machine. Right. Yeah, yeah. I put money's love there. <laughs> I was gonna say nobody looks at nobody's ever looked at my signature. Exactly. You, exactly. You, right? I'm me. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I have been doing that. That's 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 what I figured out lately to do. So yeah. <laughs> um, and I also. Um, but but also more and more you'll see that people you know more and more um, of the people that are that are t- talking about you know helping people you know deal with their debt and and get, get you know um, solvent in, in this in this crisis more and more you're hearing people say you really need to be spending cash. I just heard this last night because when you're spending cash. You are you die you you got you really know what you're spending, right? And you, and you you take cash out of the bank, you go and you spend it, and you know when you at the end of the week if you spend all your cash, you don't get any more until next week. And so right. so I so I'm I'm I I I I, I think this is really neat <laughs> because then then when people can can get back into connecting with their money and connecting with the cash. And, 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 then, and then doing the healing of just holding the money in their hands and just sending love, you know, sending just light right. and love into the money and, and, and shifting it. So that well, I think people also there. need to shift. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if you're right about this or not, but I, um, one of the things that I think people need to shift on is the idea of saving. People don't realize what investment money is and that if you started when you were in your 20s saving 5% or 10%, um, you would have a nest egg or what some people call a golden goose that would be paying you interest and be paying you enough money that you could live. Mm-hmm. 
without you yes. having to work. And yes. That's, that's, and that's what you're striving to, but most of us don't find out about that till we're 40 or 50 and then go, oh, my gosh, what? <laughs> we're screwed, essentially, on that plan. And, but and saving see, is important. I, I think and it's very important. We're to save by society. Well, because, and I think it's a baby. It's, it's, we our, our society used to understand saving. Um, yeah, it's, it's, maybe, but yeah, I mean, but not in the past forty years. And because we because we 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 went into this we went into the greed bubble, and then yeah, everybody had to have so much and stuff. It's like spend, 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 and right. keep up with the Joneses. And it's right. and, and until Bush recently, where he was saying you got to throw all your money back into the economy to keep it going. Right. That's what we thought we needed to do. Right. Live, 120% above our means. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, our, our, our parents didn't think that, you know. Okay. No. <laughs> no, they hated credit cards. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> but um, but I think, and I had a thought about that, and I, I think I... I, I, I apologize. Oh, about saving, about investing, is that, the idea now, as we you know, as we talk about you know investing in the planet and you know investing green, you know, and if you bring the energy and your and your understanding of money is love into your investments, it brings such a lusciousness into that investment. It brings that energy. So then, if you choose. If you choose with, from from your integrity and from your and and from from a deep place of, of of believing in in what is good, and you and you and and you and and you begin investing in companies that 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 follow what your beliefs and your standards are, and then you invest with love. Can you imagine what that would do? What that would do for your portfolio? <laughs> At because it's doing for the rest of the world at the same time as you're doing for yourself. And that's what we have to do. We have to shift into, I am not alone on this planet. I am not the only one. We can't make it without each other. Yeah, that's kind of a little, that's a little out there, but let me, let me go back <laughs> to what the secret was about, and that is to visualize um, and then put some, you know, and it didn't talk about it, but, you know, if you visualize with massive action behind it, really, it really comes down to you're talking, well, at least I hear what you're saying is when you go into an investment with that thought in your mind, what you what you uh, focus on expands. Yes. Yes. So that's how it works. It's not yes. like mysticism or anything. It's no, no, no. Of, it's a science well, of what you focus on expands. Exactly, and if and if so, if, and if but if you're and if you're focusing from a place of of goodwill, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't just expand it for you; it expands it for everyone. Oh, I love that. That's good. Stuff. Okay, so. Um, we talked about the energy of money. We talked about the fact that you can meditate or pray over that money and get rid of the stigma that's there and the, ener- and the bad energy that's there. It's, uh, you can write uh, "money is love" on your checks and, and you know and all those things with your credit cards and you know all that stuff and, and intention. Um, I want people to read your book. I want people to see your stuff and and kind of find out a lot more about the whole money mindset that uh, that we all suffer from lack and fear 
and what drives us into uh, not being successful. So where can we get a hold of you? Well, my website is www.barbarawilder.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everything everything's there. Uh, my books are, are available on uh, on on the website, and, and there's a, Money Is Love comes in a book form and a CD. Um, also, you can go to Amazon.com and just look up Barbara Wilder's books there. Um, and, uh, and when you I'm buy available. the book, you need to do it with great, good, wonderful, wonderful, positive intention, right? <laughs> exactly. Good love. Exactly. Yeah. That'll be your start. That's the homework. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and I'm, I'll be, I'm available to speak, and so there's you can reach oh, me through the website to. to Are you like, speaking anywhere speak. soon, or? I am. I, I I don't have anything lined up right now, so um, I'm, so I'm. I know you've been writing a new book. You've kind of had yourself closed in a little bit, right? I have. I have. Um, so, so I'm, I'm getting ready that? to What's come back out in the world again. Pardon? What's a new book about? Oh, I'm not talking about it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so keep up with Barb, Barbara Wilder. Keep, uh, you know, uh, bookmark her site so, you, so you'll find out the big secret. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, you will not be sorry, right? That's, absolutely. No, it's gonna, the next book's going to be very, very exciting. It is very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled about it. Every, but, uh, but it's going to stay, stay under wraps for a little while longer. Oh, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> So, Barbara, thank you so much for coming on today. Is, is there anything that you want to leave us, some parting words? I just think that um, to, to, to step into the, a place in your own heart where you can feel the beauty of abundance and then kind of just spend time there and then kind of connect with how everybody else in the world is part of this wonderful, 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 abundant world. And then we can shift it together. Well, thank you very much. That's Barbara Wilder at BarbaraWilder.com. And uh, I thank you so much for coming on today. We really enjoyed it. Oh, it was a pleasure, JW. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. So, everybody, JW and again with Barbara Wilder, and I'm wishing you a great day and a better tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to JW On Purpose with JW Nigerian. You can find JW On Purpose at jwonpurpose.com. JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Meta Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2011, and all rights are reserved.